0: I work I work pretty well under pressure oh. it's like to the point I don't know how to work without it yeah you know? but um yeah I'm I'm getting it together with this project it's all a new learning lesson and I feel like every day I wake up and I get to learn something new and I get to do something else a lot of people wake up and they're like oh I have to do this and I have to do this but I think like switching my mindset over to I get to do this has changed you know my life like exponentially
1: Hey, what's up everybody it's christian duran your host for open conversations on black alt network thank you for joining us today we have a very special guest in the studio i'm excited to present to you ivy singer songwriter producer performer how are you today
0: i'm well how are you
1: i'm doing good thank you thank you we're uh, very excited to have you in the studio to share your perspective
0: thank you happy to be here this is really cool
1: thank you so who is ivy who is the person behind ivy how did she come to be
0: oh it's a loaded question um I'm still figuring it out, to be honest. I feel like it's a subjective question, and I'm I'm a different person every day. Whenever I wake up, uh, I feel like where I've caught up with myself now, I'm in like this crazy like alternative headspace. I feel like I'm reverting back to like 14 year old like emo <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's fun and it's ever changing. It's growing, and I'm I'm kind of really here in the moment. So
1: that's I, what I, I love to hear that you're not being boxed in. Yeah. So talk about your musical influences. What do you like to put out to your fans?
0: Honestly, I just, I always describe myself as, I am, I'm a contemporary artist. I'm I'm of the time and I'm like ever changing. So while last February, I did release a project called Get Rich and Cry Trying. It was like alternative R&B, a lot of chopped and screwed. um, We had like some skits in there. It it was very different. Um, Now, I feel like I'm in a headspace where I'm kind of inspired by the music that I grew up on as well on the other hand, which was um, rock and metal alternative and grunge and playing more into that. I feel like maybe in my previous project, uh, in my singles, you can kind of hear that influence just Mm -hmm. a slight amount, but I'm really just gung-ho going into it, so.
1: I I love to hear that, so what's, your next music video that you're going to be recording for, is it going to be for something off of a previous album or is it something that you're going to be working on now?
0: It's actually something that I'm working on now. So the project is called Sell Out Sally. Um, I thought it was like a clever wordplay after, you know, I had just signed to Warner and I released my album with them. And now for the first time I'm independent mm-hmm. and uh, I, I actually released one of the singles already. It's called, that's what you get. It's got like a pop punk Avril Lavigne <laughs> yeah. kind of like fun bounce to it. Okay. Um, and then I'm releasing another one this 28th, April 28th, and it's called sick. And I shot a music video for that. And then I'm shooting one for the title album of the track or the title single of the track, uh, sell out Sally. I'm shooting that next month.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that's
0: tons of music videos.
1: I would love to hear that. Uh, You mentioned you're independent, Mm -hmm. so what is that like? Do you like to have all your creative control? Is that why you shifted there?
0: Well, um, the deal that I had before was for the one album and I kind of got like a really good taste of what that was like because I signed at the top of COVID. So whenever I first came out here to LA and I met everyone and I'm like, okay, I think it's the right time. Go ahead and sign a deal. Uh, It was just like a hurry up and stop situation, you know? Mm -hmm. The world shut down and I had to figure out now, um, which I feel like a lot of new age artists, you know, they have to learn that way too, regardless of pandemic or not. Um, I had to learn how to be a performing artist from my bedroom. No tours, you know, no big studio sessions. Everything's done Zoom, everything's done via laptop and I did. I do feel like that helped shape like the artist that I am now. I learned how to do a lot of stuff myself, and um, I feel like even once the pandemic lifted and kind of working with the label, there was still so much that I was doing by myself. Now um, I feel like I've got a good grasp on it, so I'm excited to give it like a big, a big try, like a big push.
1: That that's great. So. It sounds like you wanted to have creative control because you knew what you were doing after experiencing that during -hmm. during COVID, you did so much yourself. Is that the same for business, the business aspect of it?
0: Um, So I believe that business-wise and just anything in general, you can't really do it by yourself. Like what's important for me is finding like a good team around me. And we all have like-minded, you know, ideas um, and just kind of pushing it together because I mean even my last project I didn't do it solely by myself there was a lot that I I did do by myself but I had a lot of good like friends and producers and everyone else and that really helped me keep the creative control as well it was never you know the label tells me to do something and I'm putting it out obviously we work as a team and I hear out all ideas but it's it's more so now like I guess business aspect to answer your question I'm excited to be dipping my feet more into the business side and kind of stepping away the artistry, just for a little bit. Um, the music is done. You know, I did that. I got it all together. You know, mm-hmm. we're shooting the music videos, but I already wrote the treatments. So yeah, now just really marketing and um, you know figuring out how to be a whole label myself.
1: That's that's really cool. So talking about marketing, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that you are here because it's a female perspective, yeah. and that's a very important perspective. I feel that is not a, it's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So. Marketing, talk about what you like to present as a female artist.
0: Right. So marketing has been like, I feel like I'm really good at marketing for the Mm -hmm. most part. Um, Because of COVID, I had to be so active on my socials and Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and YouTube shorts and reels and all of that. So in the beginning it was almost just like go viral, you know? I, I think I came to LA 2019, like the beginning of 2019. So at the time, if you remember, like it was clout central, like everything (laughs) was clout and like money in the cars and stuff. So just learning from there, um, and then aiming it now to direct towards my music. Um, I really, I really, you know, I've grown up a bit and I think like what I want to put out there, what's good for me to market is to show people that like, I'm doing a lot of it. You know, the creative process, you know, I'm directing my music videos, I'm writing my music, I'm in the studio, I'm I'm networking with people. I like to show them the behind the scenes, but also a big part of what makes people like really like you is not just like how much you do and how hard you work, but just how personable you are. Mm-hmm. So, letting people into my personal life, my family, you know, lifestyle, yeah. the parties and all the fun stuff too. So really just giving a full like 360 degree angle of who I am
1: you come across as very confident, very well-spoken, you know, here and in your music videos. Um, do you feel like in the music industry, women are judged differently? Uh,
0: from my perspective, uh, I feel, I feel so I feel like I can agree to that. Um, I think it's a very male dominated industry. Um, I mean, uh, sometimes you go in and be like one of two women in the room, you know, and it's like a room of like 50 people. So I feel like it's kind of like my duty, the same with every other woman, to kind of speak up louder and to work like three times as harder for like all the women that didn't make it into the room. Um, And then also to like make space in the industry and in our lives to bring other people up, especially like women. Um, And me being, um, you know, like I'm a person of color. Uh, I feel like it's even harder. Um, so,
1: so yeah, that's I, that's a great answer. And you also also were telling me that you're the oldest of seven. Mm-hmm. So you are used to pressure. Right? A lot of eyes look to you. Yeah. How do you handle all that pressure? What do you do to blow off some steam? Mm-hmm. Are you going to therapy? Talk about your mental health.
0: Yeah. Okay. So mental health is like super important to me. Like, um, I'm an advocate of going to see a therapist, or medication if you need it, you know, or just talking about it, finding healthy ways to like de-stress. Music for me is the best way for me to de-stress and to kind of get it all out there. It's like therapy all the time. Also, I paint and everything too. And I am the oldest of seven, so advocating for that and um, kind of showing my siblings, like my younger siblings. And I mean, I have so many like, little girls and boys that like look up (laughs) to me that like play my music. And it's so adorable. I want to make sure that I'm putting like the best foot forward for them and showing them that that's okay, you know, to do those things, to go to therapy, to talk about your mental health. And, um, it's definitely a big part of, I wouldn't say my brand, but who I am. And I guess, yeah, if the world's perceiving it that way, the brand.
1: Gotcha. Do you inspire your family? Do they all look up to you? Do you have family that's moved out to LA with you?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, I don't know if people would say like, I don't know if I would say that people look up to me, um, I'm like a very, I guess like humble is what they call it, like person. Um, I, I would hope that, you know, like we can all learn from each other, uh, in general. So my, my family has came out here. My mom, she has a ponytail business uh, I helped her start that during the pandemic. Er, during the pandemic, I also have a business that I started called Naked Voodoo. Um, and I sell like spell work and herbal like cigarettes, candles, voodoo dolls, you know, like things like that, um, healing, fertility stuff. I work a lot with uh, my fans and just different clients. So um, my mom, I had her come out here and work for that. My siblings, they came out and they worked for my business. Uh, my brother's out here. I just got them set up on Black Ink Crew uh, Compton. And so he's, he's a really talented tattoo artist, you know? And so everyone's coming out here kind of like putting down roots, Mm -hmm. but regardless, they would have, they would have been able to do it without me. They're all very driven and very talented as well. So.
1: Um, shifting courses, Mm -hmm. what do you think the public, um, perceives? Well, there's a lot of public judgment when it comes to women. I feel like they always have something to say, right? Someone's always got something to judge. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to public relationships, how do you feel like you're judged? Do you think people ought to mind their own business? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you care? Do you read into what people are saying?
0: Um, I don't know if anyone says anything about me. Uh, I I feel like as women, and not just as women, as people, you know, um, but you did touch on the topic of women. So I guess I'll just focus there. We're constantly put, in this idea of like trying to fit in, like whether that's just just making ourselves smaller, smaller to physically fit into clothes, smaller to fit into these rooms and these spaces, smaller in conversations, your laugh is smaller, the way you eat needs to be smaller, everything's just smaller. So I take up space and um, I'm not, I don't apologize for it. Whenever I walk into rooms and I'm loud and I laugh loud, or if you know I go to a restaurant and I order everything on the menu, yeah. or if my music is super loud and it's in your face, it's just kind of the way that I want to live. Um, and I just feel like what other people think about me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't go seeking for that. And I think that compliments and um, criticism, it's just all distractions.
1: Gotcha. Um, I love your style, your outward appearance. Um, So where do you draw your inspiration as far as fashion goes?
0: My closet is insane. I have three (laughs) closets and three closets. Yeah, they're overflowing. I've got a bad problem with like (laughs) shopping just because I love dress up and I feel like that's that's a big part of like being an artist as well. It's just kind of being a chameleon, you know, yeah. I would hate if I woke up one day and I'm like, oh, man, like I'm feeling like, you know, I'm going to be like a rock star today. And all I have is like pink filly, or filly dresses, you know, so I make sure that my closet just has like a section for everything. Yeah. Um, and it, it does fluctuate. I think like really me being the oldest, I got like a lot of hand-me-downs. Um, just from like my older cousins or like my mom. And we didn't grow up with a lot of money. So going to Goodwill and just getting like $3 t-shirts and like flipping them. Like I take them and I sew different stuff into them or attach like clothing pens or the safety pens or whatever and just trying to make it look cool. So I think that's really where a lot of my fashion ideas come from. Um, I like to pick out my own clothes for my music videos and um, interviews and stuff. Uh, I like to style myself where I work with a couple of my stylist friends and mm-hmm. they, they know me at this point. So picking out things is, is pretty easy, I guess for them. Uh, yeah. And I like, I like, uh, I like boy clothes. Yeah. Love them. Oh, the big pants, tiny shirt thing. And it's making mm-hmm. a comeback too, right yeah. now. It's like the nineties grunge era, but
1: like Avril Lavigne. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I
0: love Avril Lavigne.
1: So. have you been to emo night?
0: Uh, I haven't been here. I went to the one in Vegas.
1: Okay. How was actually? that for you?
0: It was, it was all right. Um, honestly, it was okay. I heard so much about emo night, and I guess a couple people had been there before. They were like, "This, this isn't hitting tonight. Come mm-hmm. back another time." Yeah. But it was so cool. I love hearing the music in the club. Like, in the club is crazy. Hearing like emo music. <laughs> I was turned up. There's confetti yeah. raining down. You know, uh, it was a good time.
1: Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, what do you want your fans to know about any projects you you have coming up?
0: It's uh, completely different from what I've been doing. So I think I've been kind of like alluding to it for the past couple years that I was going to make like a huge switch in my music um, because I do R&B, but I also have pop and I've got rap and I've got all these other influences. And so I feel like for a long time, it was really hard for people to kind of jump on board because they were like, well, what are you? And I'm like everything. Mm-hmm. Like I made all these songs in the span of like one studio session. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm just, I'm hoping that people respond to it really well. My fans respond to it well. Um, You're gonna see a lot more like live instrumentation, a lot more like performance. Um, I mean, it's just something I've never done before, but it's fun and it's got a lot of good energy and it's, you know. That that
1: sounds very exciting, the live aspect of it. So Mm -hmm. you're talking drums, you're talking guitar players. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be a a killer rock show then.
0: Absolutely. Do you
1: stage dive or do like mosh pits? Are you encouraging that?
0: Mosh pits? Absolutely. I've been in mosh pits and it's so funny because like I'm like the smallest one in the mosh pit. Um, But I mean, I think my first my first concert I ever went to was Pantera uh, whenever I was little. And so um, I just went and saw Korn and uh, Who did we see lamb of god disturbed um yeah and i mean i was in the pit the whole time it was great so and that's what i really like about um metal or rock or just alternative music in general not that other genres are lacking it but you see more so live instrumentation and just like a sense of togetherness with like the fan base and the crowd um i feel like there's an age limit um to like pop or maybe rap like where people kind of start to fall off and they're respected as like the elders, the OGs and stuff. But I mean, Kiss is still performing, you know, <laughs> like yeah. Metallic, like, I mean, people are till till the grave, they're yeah. out there just jamming out. And it's, it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like a really fun space.
1: Cool. So the music videos, you have a couple queued up. Um, yeah. Do you draw the storyboard yourself? How involved are you in the aesthetic that goes into a
0: very. I mean, yeah, I, I write the treatments myself um, for a majority of my music videos. I direct a lot of my music videos um, down to like what I'm going to wear, like where we're going to shoot, like scouting locations. Like I said, um, <clears throat> whenever I came out here to LA, I started working with Blank Square Productions. Um, they're a fairly large production team. And uh, I got to go to music videos and kind of see how everyone does their job. And it creates like this insane vision. And so I almost work backwards. Like whenever I hear a beat or I'm like listening to, I don't know, like melodies I'm cutting. And I'm like, I can see this in a music video. Like I'm putting it Mm -hmm. together in my head, like as a movie. Yeah. And so it helps me build the song. And then the entire time I already know like what I'm going to shoot. And I think it just really brings like the music to life, Mm -hmm. having the music videos. Like I remember whenever I was very young, watching like BET and MTV in the morning and seeing all the new music videos. And I'm like, I can't wait to have that. So getting to do it now, like, it would take a lot for me to kind of relinquish that to someone else mm-hmm. because I'm feeling as though now I get, not only is it nostalgic, but I get to create like a full story myself. Yeah. But there are really talented people to work with. And I'm also open to letting, you know, like the greats are someone that like, I really enjoy their visuals take over and mm-hmm. kind of see where that leads, like combining heads, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How deep is your roster of artists and producer friends? You have some features on your last album, for example. Is it growing?
0: It's pretty big, actually. It's so funny. I was just talking about that the other day. Whenever I came out here, um, I had a network myself. You know, I didn't know anyone. I, I feel like a lot of the people that I've met here have connections in the industry. Um, you've got your Nepo babies. You've yeah. got people that have family members in the industry or have been doing this since they were like 10 years old. and You know, I'm someone from the Midwest. We like don't have new school books and we're still listening to stuff Mm -hmm. from like 20 years ago. So um, having to be out and in people's faces was like a big part. Like I have to market myself, you know, everyone these days makes music, but like you're not just selling your music, like you're selling yourself as well. So, I mean, I've met so many producers and artists. uh, Like I know tons of people, I mean, Uh, I think that's like a big thing here in LA I've come to find is like name dropping. (laughs) And I, I try my best not to do that. Yeah. Um, but it is almost like, uh, like a business card, you know, um, I do have features. I mean, I've got, I've got a feature with Lil Uzi, Mm. got feature with Chris Brown, Playboy Cardi, um, the baby, uh, I released one of the ones with Chippy Red. Yeah. I mean, and those are, I'm thinking some of like the larger names that I have. Yeah. But I mean, and they're down, like yeah. down to just like my homie down the block, you know, like I have tons of features. I've been working with tons of producers, but and just very selective about what comes out when. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was really important for me to not just drop things with big names and kind of look like I paid for it. Yeah. And more so let people kind of get to know me. I want to have like a background to this. I want you to be able to like go back and be like, oh, where'd she start? And yeah. you know, who is she? Not just someone with enough feature money.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. The big theme I'm getting from you is, I learned to do it myself, yeah, which is really dope. Cause I feel that a lot of people just specialize in one trait and they go all in, mm-hmm. not a knock on that, but it's really inspiring to hear that you can do it all, like the whole package.
0: You know, I try to do as much as possible. Um, I think that's like one of the, the learning lessons that I have to have now is since I did work so backwards coming here with COVID and the pandemic and everything too, being locked out, having to learn how to do a lot of things myself is now, um, learning how to delegate, Mm. Um, and building like a really good team around myself, uh, like-minded individuals and yeah, just kind of taking it to the next level, like the CEO position and not having to do 18 jobs and just being like, I know you've got this. Yeah. And just really, I feel like that's what's going to take it next level. And I've got like an amazing band for this project. Mm-hmm. Um, what's
1: the name of the band?
0: Sellout Sally. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, we're going to call okay. it Sellout Sally. Okay. It's going to be really cool because I'm still IV4, but yeah. like also Sellout Sally. Yeah. We're, we're building like a faux band just for this um, project. It's, it's going to be dope. Yeah. But I've got like a really dope band and we've been in the studio creating music together and I've got like some really good friends that are helping me like put the visuals together and market. So learning to delegate
1: i love that yeah you can't take on too much even Mm -hmm. though you do it sounds like you make diamonds under pressure because you got so much (laughs) pressure on you
0: i work i work pretty well under pressure it's like to the point i don't know how to work without it yeah you know but um yeah i'm i'm getting it together with this project it's all a new learning lesson and i feel like every day i wake up and i get to learn something new and i get to do something else a lot of people wake up and they're like oh i have to do this and i have to do this but I think like switching my mindset over to I get to do this has changed, you know, my life like exponentially.